Abed and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Welcome to Sunday. Hope you're all doing well. Got a Monday game to plan, still working on that. Coming up with something a little different. And I just wanted to discuss it a bit with you guys. Now, I am... Let's put it this way. How do you handle horror in your game? Or scares, frights, thrills, whatever you want to call it. Now, if you're playing Call of Cthulhu or Chill or some other game of that ilk, I can understand. It's a little easier. But for me, I've always had a hard time with horror. Mainly because I find that role-playing games... It's hard to be conducive to horror in a role-playing game. Because everybody, everybody wants to be big damn heroes. And it just you have to have the right atmosphere and things like that. But I don't think it's completely out of place. It's just, you got to, it's a kid glove thing. And you've just got to know how to press your character's buttons. I've got a great group of role-play, i got a great group of gamers. But they are also top-notch role-players. So if I threw something at them that would be scared, they would be scared. They would th- Their character would act appropriately. And it would come across as, if I do it right, come across as a little horrific to the players, too. See, and it all has something to do with the way I treat horror. Jump scares are one thing. I mean, they their bread and butter is conflict. The player character's bread and butter is conflict, say, in D&D. Because they can, the monsters, that's why monsters, some have a fear factor in them. You know, they have, the, they have basically the fear spell to a certain degree. My friend Matt, when he made, when he made Mythgarther, which is a 5e, a 5e adaption of his world, he added the sanity stat from Call of Cthulhu. I wasn't crazy about it, but I dealt with it. I always thought sanity belongs, you keep your sanity in Call of Cthulhu. Let's do fear. Fear is more fun because fear can, oh man, it can mess you up like you wouldn't believe. So you have something like mm, a white. I mean, that's an automatic fear check right there. And while, to me, while phobias are entertaining, I would rather have the characters run like a, run like a crazy person away and then come back. Now, and I also think the things like phobias and stuff is a role-playing thing to me. I I had my character recently fail a sanity test. He curled up into a ball and whimpered. Nothing happened. He didn't, he didn't get his sanity lowered. But I assumed that I was going to get a phobia out of it, and I didn't. And I asked specifically for a certain phobia when, when, uh, he, if, if and when he decided to give me one. He didn't. But I'm going to hold that one in my put that one in my hip pocket and maybe you come out later if something else happens like that because phobias are great a great way to role play great role playing opportunities but fear and horror you know what bothers me more than a jump scare or a horrific scene is what i call disturbing things things that are almost but not quite normal things where you get an idea and it's right and 
like at the end of the movie, you discover, oh, it was him and this is what's going on. That kind of disturbing stuff. I love disturbing stuff because you can really get under the player's skin with that. And it's a fine line to tread. Personally, I like insanity. Characters that are... I'm talking NPCs here, too. Characters that are purely insane. And if the players have to deal with like a room full of crazy for a while, if you do it right, it will start to rub off on them. And they just want to get out. They either they, they either start affecting them or they just want to get out. So things like that, just nonsensical thing, things going into a town that kills a chicken every sunset. Now they may have their reasons, but I find that strange. Their mayor walks around without a shirt. And nobody thinks any different of it. A man a man chases chases the butcher with a butcher knife. And it's like, oh, he's at it again, type of thing. And just and and also like you know, Lovecraft was good with this once again, called Jethou. You know, the shadow over Innsmouth when they break into the guy's room and go to take him, you will be one of us, steep ones, blah, blah, blah. That that kind of thing, too. That's when you post, that's when you stay at the end and you still post watches. I I mean, normally I would do that anyway, but, you know, you really made sure so so nobody can get get to you. At, at night, they need a sacrifice. They will break in and, and steal a player character so they can have a blood sacrifice to whatever they're going to do. There's that. And so horror to me is more dist- this disturbing stuff really gets under me. It really does. Horror by itself, you can have as many slasher films as you want. I personally I don't care for slasher films. I like the old classic horror. Anything from the 30s to the mid 60s, I say. Cuz some of that Amicus and Hammer stuff is really good schlock. But that's the kind of horror that I'm talking about. And I like it because if it's well-made and atmospheric and it's got good acting, even if it has bad acting, I love it. But that's tr- trash, what I call schlock cinema and bad movies is another kettle, another kettle of fish. I don't want to talk about that. But, you know, well-made stuff like Hammer Horror or the Corman Post stuff with Vincent Price, things like that, or earlier, the old black and white Universal stuff. And... Valute and stuff, and all this other stuff. And to me, I love classic horror. Slasher films, unless they got something really original, I really don't care. And I've seen so many variations on Psycho, it isn't even fun. Friday the 13th, to me, seems like a variation on Psycho, the original one. You know, you got the Halloween ripoffs and things like that. I just saw a really, really bad one called The Demon. That was... 1978, I want to say. It had Cameron Mitchell and a whole bunch of other people. It was prison in South Africa. Weird. But it was just, it was, I mean, there are fun, bad movies, and then there's just bad movies. And this one really got, got my goat. It, it didn't make me frightened. It made me angry. So there's bad stuff like that. But it's all part of the atmosphere. If you can come up with something truly disturbing, it's it's great. I talked about Psycho a minute ago. The Psycho, who saw that twist coming? I mean, really, at the time, the the early 60s, who saw that coming? 
Nobody. Things like that. You can do that. Um, there's just, you know, very, very disturbing. You think some guy's a friend. It turns out he's the killer. Uh, yeah, that kind of thing. For somebody you, you, you depended on is a raving maniac, you find out. So those are the kind of twists you can work into your game that will that will probably help you out and give you a little bit of atmosphere. Atmosphere is always great. If you want to go the route of burning candles and having music and wind and sound, that's fine too. It all gets the players in the mood. When I run my pirate campaign, I have a whole soundboard of pirate sounds and music that I play and it really gets them in the mood. And same thing with horror. You can come up with, so there's a lot of music out there. You can use a lot of sound effects and, and things like that, but that is not necessary if you do it right. If you if you haven't come to a town where something is not quite right and they just can't put their finger on it, you know what I'm saying? So think about that and go ahead and see if you can do anything with that. I'm going to go start my day. So, okay, if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, you can get a hold of me at oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Drop me an email or you can drop me a voicemail at Anchor. And as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program. And I would thank you. Once again, our patrons, my, my supporters, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, and Gilbert. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it once again. So, until I talk to you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.